We're glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. I want to talk to you about words, faith, and things. How that words can produce the faith that will change things. Now let's take a look at this whole thing together here with Mark the 11th chapter. Let's read verse 23 and 24 again, and we'll just drop on down to 25. For verily I say unto you, whosoever shall say unto the mountain, to the circumstance, or to the problem area that you face in life, be removed, be cast into the sea, shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have. I like to add in there, he shall eventually have whatsoever he saith. Therefore, I say unto you, what things soever you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them, and you shall have them. And when you stand praying, forgive. Oh, somebody said, I wish he hadn't said that. I think that's the reason a lot of people kneel and pray, because it says when you stand praying, you have to forgive. Well, I don't know. That's a thought. It may not be a good one, but (laughs) if you have aught against any that your Father, which is in heaven, may forgive you your trespasses. For if you do not forgive, neither will your Father, which is in heaven, forgive your trespasses. Now, see, all of this goes in this teaching concerning faith here. If your heart condemns you, your faith won't work. If you're speaking things, praying things in prayer, knowing that you have unforgiveness against someone, then you're not going to have faith in God that it'll come to pass what you've said. But remember this. Speak the things that you believe will come to pass. Let me ask you this. If Jesus himself were to come into this auditorium and he were to say, now it'll come to pass after I lay hands upon each one of you, And you knew it was Jesus. You could see the holes in his hands. You knew by the Spirit of God it was him. He said, it'll come to pass after I lay hands upon each one of you that everything you say will happen exactly like you say it. Would it change your vocabulary? I think so. You know, in most churches, you'd be three weeks burying the dead. Because half the people would jump up and say, Whoa, that tickles me to death. (laughs) We need to learn how to talk before we pray. Now, I know I'm on your toes, but I'm just going to stand there a while. Because God will heal your toes. Because I got my toes tromped on. And I tell you, this is not something that you just do as a fad and, you know, then forget it. It's something you work on and you do continually the rest of your life till Jesus comes. If you want to get highly developed in faith and word power to change things, then there must be a discipline of the tongue. Because the tongue, James says, in its uncontrolled state is an unruly evil and it's full of deadly poison. There's been many a businessman poisoned his business deals by his tongue. He prophesied defeat. Because the devil throwed up a smoke screen of some kind and he began to say, well, I knew it wasn't going to work. And then he began to release his faith that it wouldn't work. 
Faith changes things. The Bible says the prayer of faith shall save the sick, the Lord shall raise him up. Well, now, if that being true, it looks to me like it might stand true also that the prayer of doubt would destroy the sick. So it's important what we say and what we believe about what we say. Now, let's just go back here to verse 23 again in Mark's gospel, the 11th chapter. And let's look at what Jesus said is as being on the positive side, but let me take off from that and show you how it works on the negative side. He said, whosoever shall say. Now, somebody said, well, now that'll just work for whosoever, you see. Well, it'll only work for whosoever shall say. And you find a lot of people say, well, I'm not going to say that because it might not happen. It probably won't. See, you have to say some things in faith, folks. Now, I'm not talking about just going out here and saying anything just off the wall, you know, and making a lot of confessions that you have no basis for. There's been some people done that. And because of some things like that, people got the idea, well, this stuff doesn't work. But what we're talking about is using God's Word as the basis for what we're confessing and saying. Second Peter chapter 1, Peter said, God hath given unto us all things. How many things? All things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of Him that has called us to glory and virtue, according as His divine power. His divine power is His Word. It's through His divine power. He hath given unto us all these things that pertain to life and godliness, whereby are given to us exceeding great and precious promises, that by these, these what? These exceeding great and precious promises, ye might be, notice it said ye might be partakers of the divine nature, it didn't say ye would be, because there's many people that read that that will never be partaker of the divine nature because they simply don't believe it. Now the faith, To believe that is in the promise itself. That's where it is. It's in the promise itself. God released his faith in the word. And you know why God can't lie? The Bible says it's impossible for God to lie. Because he releases sufficient faith in every word that he speaks to cause it to come to pass. If you will believe it. But now just because God said some things does not necessarily mean it will happen to you. See, the Bible says Jesus died for the sinner. Well, now, if he died for the sinner, then the sinner's debt's paid, isn't it? But unless the sinner believes that and receives that, he'll go straight to hell when he dies. So just because Jesus died for the sinner does not mean that the sinner is going to go to heaven. He must believe what the Word said. He must confess that Jesus is Lord and doubt not in his heart, you see. And then that'll change it, you see. It'll change his position between him and God. So just because it says that God has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness does not mean it's coming to your house unless you believe it. Unless you spend the time to meditate on that word, get that word in you, that word of promise will produce the faith that will change the things around your house, around your family situation, around your business situation. Now see, too long the body of Christ is kind of considered that, well, Jesus was only concerned about spiritual things. There could be nothing further from the truth. The things that Jesus taught here will change your business, it'll change your family affairs, it'll change situations in your path. But it comes by the Word of God first, God's Word, 
produces the faith that will change the thing. Now, if you just go to change things without the Word of God to produce the faith for it, you're over in the area of carnality and you're just spinning your wheel, so to speak. And you'll get frustrated in life. And that's where many people are. That's why Jesus said, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness and all these other things will be added to you. In other words, don't seek the thing that you need Don't go directly seeking things. Seek the kingdom that will produce the things. See, the Word of God produces the faith that will cause the manifestation of things or change things or cause things to come into your life that you have need of. Now, the kingdom of God is within us, Jesus said. He said, they won't say low here and low there. See, the Pharisees demanded of him when the kingdom of God would come. And he said, they'll not say low here and low there. He said, behold, the kingdom of God is within you. Then in the sixth chapter of Matthew, he is talking and he says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these other things shall be added to you. Well, now, if I were going to seek the kingdom of God, what would I do? See, we kind of got the idea that if I'm seeking the kingdom, I'm seeking something that's up in heaven. But no, the kingdom that he's referring to is right here on earth. In fact, it dwells on the inside of you as a born-again believer. Seek to understand the kingdom and its operation. And when you do understand the kingdom, where it is and the operation of it, then through the word of God and faith, all these things shall be added to you and you don't have to seek the thing, you seek the kingdom that produces the thing. It is the word of God that produces the faith to cause the manifestation of things. That word spoken out of your mouth will cause you to believe it. Now this is Paul's whole context of Romans the 10th chapter. When he said in the 17th verse, So then faith cometh by hearing, hearing by the word of God. See, he's talking about faith in God and his word. Faith in God and his word comes by hearing the word of God. But you see, he was talking about it's in your mouth and in your heart. In other words, it's you speaking the word of God. Now you get some faith by hearing me say what God said and read the word of God to you. But it's more profound and more effective on you and to your heart or spirit when you hear your voice speaking and quoting and saying what God said. See, just the same as there is faith that comes by hearing the word of God, there is faith that comes by hearing the words of the devil, and that faith is called fear. If you're always listening to the devil, you're going to be fearful instead of full of faith. Jesus is telling us how to use this faith on the positive side. But now let me show you something. This is not a one-way street. It's a two-way street. If you say to the mountain, mountain, you getting bigger, I'll never get over you. Dear God, I'll never get these bills paid. Every time I save any money, the kids all come down sick and we had to spend every dime on doctor bills. Guess what? You're operating this principle in reverse. Exactly opposite to what Jesus said. I appreciate so much you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now, before we leave the broadcast, the book offer this week is book offer number 7502. It's called The Tongue, A Creative Force. It's the first book that I authored. It's a 193-page paperback for $8 plus $3 postage and handling. This book will change your life if you'll read it 
study the scriptures and begin to do what the scriptures say in this book. Jesus taught us how to be led by the Spirit of God, how to operate in the principles of the kingdom, and how to change situations in our life. We talk about the law of faith. It is the law of change. Now, in Hebrews 11th chapter, the scripture says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, not substance of things that are already here. I mean, you know, things that are here, you can touch it, you can feel it, it shuts your eyes, you could bite it, and you could taste it, you know. But what we need to realize is faith is the substance that is resident in the Word of God. What is faith? Faith is the substance of things hoped for. Faith is the divine energy of God that's resident in His Word that caused to come to pass what God has said in His Word. God releases sufficient faith in every word to cause it to come to pass. Verse 3 says, Through faith we understand the worlds were framed by the Word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Whether you realize it or not, you're framing your world daily with the words that you speak. In this book, the back of the book, there are confessions of the Word of God that will help you get on track. That's offer number 7502 for $8 plus $3 postage and handling, a total of $11. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Capps reminding you... The enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Capps Ministries and our listeners in this area.